Welcome to How to Be a Better DM, the official podcast of Monsters.Rent. Uh, this is Tanner Wayland, and I'm here with Justin Lewis. Say hi. 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 Perfect. Uh, we're glad to be here with you guys, and today uh, we're going to have a little, you know, just a little question uh, episode. Just a little episode where we're answering one question. How do you convince a non-playing person to play D&D? Justin, let's get your thoughts. All right. For me, step one, ask what movies they like to watch, right? Because most people like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter, you know, or, or any number of fantasy movie. And once you, once you know, oh, you like Harry Potter? Well, how is Harry Potter any different than Dungeons and Dragons, right? Uh, that would be my first tip. Ask what movies they like. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I would throw in there is convince the people around them. Um, <laughs> like, if, for example, my wife, she's never played D&D, never wants to. She's uh, firmly in the camp that's like, oh, that's, that's nerdy stuff, you know? And, and yet she has friends, friends that she thinks is, are cool, who like D&D, and they heard that, you know, I'm into D&D, they're like, oh my goodness, you should run a D&D campaign or a session for us, right? And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds great. And then, you know, the thought was planted in my mind, and I was like, I can get Kirsty to join. These are her work friends. Of course she would play. Why would she not? She tried to play a little bit of hard to get. It's like, oh, I don't know. I, I just want to watch you guys play. But I was like, I think I can get her specifically because she has friends, people that she respects as normal people, not as nerds <laughs> like me. Uh, and that's a good way to convince them. And I think pairing with that, even if she doesn't play, if she sits and sees how an actual game is played, right? Because I got into D&D, frankly, because uh, I started listening to podcasts, you know, live play podcasts. And that I was like, oh, this is really fun. I can do this. This isn't too far of a leap. She's never going to do that. What she could do is get an in-person live play podcast, quote unquote, you know, where I'm playing with her friends, if I'm un un unable to convince her, of course. And that would totally open up the way for like, hey, if they like it enough and they want to do it again, she'd probably be willing to do the, the next time, right? Absolutely. Uh, in fact, my, <clears throat> my wife's aunt uh, still sort of thinks D&D is related to devils and demons, right? Oh, um, yeah, the satanic panic kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, yeah, and, yeah. And it's not so much that she, like, actively thinks that. She just had a bad experience, essentially. But uh, her daughter, right, is living with my wife's parents. And because of that, her daughter, her daughter, my, my wife's cousin, uh, is not allowed to play D&D, right? But... She's come over while we're having our sessions and watched us play. And we're at, we ask her and we say like, hey, do you think there's anything wrong with this? And she's like, no, it kind of sounds a little boring. Uh, which, I mean, you know, that, that's her opinion. But um, exactly what Tanner said, expose them a little bit to D&D, &D, right? Have them watch the D&D &D movie. And everyone knows the D&D &D movie was funny because you have, you know, lots of kind of new up-and-coming actors as well as some pretty old and, and storied actors you know who Hugh Grant has been in countless movies but 
you have them watch the mm -hmm. D&D movie, they're going to laugh, they're going to see things that are pretty cool, and they're going to ask questions like, wait a second, is Thembershod, that giant fat dragon, is he like a real character? And the answer is yes. He actually features in The Lost Minds of Vandelver, which is in fact basically like the first D&D anything that most people come in contact with, would you like to play, right? That's an easy segue. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, above all, just, uh, I think if you bring a good positivity uh, to D&D when you talk about it, you know, talk about how fun it was. Talk about, uh, you know, things that you think that they would really find funny or interesting. You know, if you're a DM, which, I mean, you're listening to this podcast, so hopefully you're trying to be, uh, then just be like, hey, I, I was really stumped with this thing, but then I had, came up with this cool solution and they really enjoyed it. You know, just be super positive. Even if they think you're so nerdy and that it's not interesting to them, they're not going to be intimidated by it, right? Yeah. And that kind of opens up a, a, a pathway uh, for them to be open in other ways, right? Yeah. And along those lines, don't push too hard because our natural in inclination as human beings is when someone tells us, you know, you need to do this. Our natural inclination is to say, no, I don't. And I'm not going to because you told me to, right? Uh, so in trying to get them to play, make simple invitations. Say, it means a lot to me and I enjoy doing it with my friends. In fact, it keeps my relationships with certain friends strong. You know, sometimes you don't have the ability to see them, but everyone can schedule something and make it happen. But anyways, don't push too hard. As a listener of this show, you obviously love story. Now that you've had a chance to craft your own story by listening to this show, wouldn't it be nice to get some inspiration? Or maybe you just want a moment of immersion and escape and entertainment. Whatever it is, come join us on our new show, Pact and Boom. It's an actual play D&D podcast in the world of Calignos, where our characters Jolly, Wolfgang, and Alan will find and meet each other in hell. And from there, start a troublemaking journey with some near-death experiences that will hopefully lead them to a happy ending. Find it wherever great podcasts are heard or just go to sessionzerostudios.com slash pact and boom. That's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N. Start listening today. Yeah. And I think uh, something that I would just throw in as kind of a gateway drug to, to tabletop, you know, role-playing games uh, is, you know, there are easy tabletop role-playing games. And then there are also board games that include a little bit of role-playing, right? I would say that, um, that certain games like based off of Mafia, like the, uh, what is it, One Night Werewolf yep. uh, game? Yep. Like, to some extent, that's a lot of, like, playing a role. Um, and then there's other games where you're, like, working with someone uh, to do, like, it's kind of co-op, right? Like, there's Pandemic. There's, um, oh, man, there's this firefighter board game. I'm, I'm blanking out the name. But anyway, there are these games where it's like, hey, you're embodying a role. You're role-playing. And, you know, you're working together with some people. Those are great gateways to doing something more serious and, and then if you're trying to do a gateway role-playing game there there's a lot of options right like there's some games that 
like there's one game called Dread. It's kind of horror based, so I don't know if you you know do it with everyone who you're trying to get into D and D. But the whole idea is that you're playing Jenga. It's a role playing game based around Jenga, <laughs> and each t- like you have you can find pre written scenarios. But every time that a player wants to do something, they pull pull a block, put it on top, and then they do the thing that they said their character would do, right? Mm-hmm. But the moment that that tower falls down. Oh my goodness, that person's dead. And the DM, you know, who can be you in this case, kind of takes over that character and they die or transform or who knows what, right? Something horror related. That's a very simple game that doesn't require a lot of rules and uh, it can be a nice segue, you know? Yeah. Another game is Betrayal at Hill House. That one. Oh, exactly. uh, It's basically an RPG in board game format kind of you know going the opposite way rather than using games you know if you know this person to be one who is very much into personal development challenge them and say uh have you ever wanted to try and see how quick you are at thinking you know using your wits being creative how creative are you at problem solving um how good at you how good are you at improvising and how good are your performance and presentation skills well uh, Dungeon and Dragons is the best kind of mix of all of those because it's fun and it does challenge you to kind of think on your feet and improvise, take things as they come and try and craft new solutions that are unique and sometimes absurd. Yeah. And uh, kind of as a last point from me, um, I think that what you said about not pushing is important. Now, if you did want to do kind of a last hurrah if you will, I think that you could try and uh, ask them to do a favor for you, you know, to be like, hey, uh, I wrote this thing. I really think it'd be fun. And I have a couple of friends, you know, or mutual friends who want to play it. But we really could use another player. Would you be willing to sit in just one time? Right. Uh, or you could even be more direct and be like, hey, I, I've always wa- loved the idea of playing with you, but I never thought that you'd be into it. Um, even though I'm sure you'd be great, would you try it once for me? You know, and if they're like hard, no, don't, don't push it too much. But I think a lot of, a lot of people, if you're that direct and that honest about like, Hey, I would really like to try it. Cause if you did like it, it'd be really fun. Then that would be, you know, I think some people would be willing to try that. I think that'd be the right approach for certain, you know, individuals. And if you're able to do that, then then you try it. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. You know, you tried your best. You can move on. You can do it knowing that you've put your best foot forward and that they've actually tried it. And you can be grateful and thank them for that. And it can be a memory, you know, to look back on. Absolutely. The last thing I'd say is, even though you shouldn't push too hard, you shouldn't give up. I have a friend who I've been inviting to play D&D with me for the last three years plus and uh, I, I, I feel like I can feel him slowly slipping, right? Eventually, I'll get him to say yes. Um, but sometimes people just aren't in the right space. You might ask them one day and they'll say yes. So don't give up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and with that, you know, we, we invite you to go out there. Uh, give it another, another try with, uh, with your friend, with your family member your significant other, uh, to, you know, invite them into the rich, rich world of D&D. And, you know, even if it doesn't work now, 
keep trying, try in different ways because we know that it's going to be a great experience for you. Uh, and until next time, let's roll initiative. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. Go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week.